Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Well, hello there, family, friends, and strangers. This is another episode of the Monday Matters podcast. Thanks for joining me today. And I had decided a while back that I was going to do these three podcasts just before the holidays. We talked a little bit about hormones and food that would help to balance them because I find that this stressful season sometimes, and all good stresses are not all good stresses, but they can often be good stresses, but they still throw us a little bit for a loop or can make our bodies feel a little bit stressed out and agitated. So we talked about hormones. We've talked about sleep and the foundation of sleep. Like I cannot express enough how important it is to really be conscious and aware of the sleep quality you're getting and don't focus on very many other things in life if that's not going well. You truly need to have that as one of the foundations before you move on to doing other fancier things for your health. Your body needs to recharge. Sleep is incredibly important. And if you're taking energy and putting it elsewhere and still not sleeping very good, it's just back it up. Go back there and uh, figure out what you need to do to sleep better. That's, That's a really good start to good health. The third podcast chat I wanted to bring to our attention before we head into the month of December, which we are now, today's December 1st as I'm chatting this up, is talking about managing stress with our breath. And the reason I wanted to really do an episode on this is because I teach it often in the gym and with my counseling clients. And it's not something that people are just born knowing. That might seem very shocking. But breathing is not something people are just born knowing, which is kind of funny because, of course, we would not be here if we were not breathing. But breathing well is a totally different story. I had no, I don't know if it was respect because that doesn't seem like the right word, but my awareness was very low about how impactful my breath could be to my quality of movement, to my overall health, to my serotonin levels, to my, um, to, to my ability to lift, to my inability to lift. I had no idea how much my breath work was, um, affecting my mental health because of the amount of oxygen I was getting. And, it's just been such a journey. I don't think I have this mastered. I am still learning things. I learned something new in a meditation last night about me and my breath and where, like last night was all about where I was positioning the, my tongue inside my mouth. Was it up against my teeth? Was it in the roof of my mouth? And when they started asking me this in the meditation, I'm like, hmm, did not even realize it made a difference. And then the meditation led me to switch that up a little bit. And I was like, this really does change 
how I am breathing. So it is, yes, something we're born knowing, not something we're necessarily awesome at doing in the moment. So I have learned that the way I breathe needs to be, um, needs to match what I'm doing or what I'm needing to do. So my favorite calming down breath, when I'm starting to feel like it's bubbling up. And I hope you understand what I mean when I say that, you know, like things are starting to agitate you. There's this thing and that thing and somebody, somebody's text message kind of sent you off and, you know, people are walking in my house with their shoes on when, after they've been in the snow and, you know, just like, those are such little things, but when they start to all just boil up and I can feel like I'm about to snap at somebody and I'm trying not to be that person anymore. I really don't like snapping. And I still do, <laughs> especially in my house, because those people have trained me that sometimes it means mom needs to blow her head off in a screaming fit before anybody does anything. They have me trained to know that. So it does happen, but it happens way less now. And part of how I'm managing that stress is through breath work. So as we head into this season of having a lot of things on our plate to do and wanting to be available to do those things well, when we are, you know, getting less sleep, maybe higher calorie food items, we start to not feel as good. We don't manage our stresses as well as we do when we are sleeping better and eating better. Maybe we've got some family dynamics that cause us to be just a little bit more on edge. And it's in those moments that you want to behave, <laughs> you know, you want to keep it together. You don't want to have the situation overcome you. It's in those moments that these strategies to manage stress can be helpful. I can't take your stress away. Really, probably nobody can make your life a stress free life. And I always get annoyed when people are like, well, we have to reduce your stress. I don't know that we can reduce our stress in lots of ways, but we can manage it better. We can change our perspective about it, all kinds of things. It doesn't necessarily mean we're able to reduce the stressors that are our external stressors. So to start with, when I'm talking about breath work, I want you to figure out if you can belly breathe. So if you've never done this exercise with me before, just take a moment. If you're driving in the car, it's not as easy. But if you are listening to this anywhere else besides driving in your car, I want you to put your right hand up on your chest, okay? And when your right hand is up, your, up on your chest, put your left hand low down onto your belly. And then I want you to take a really big inhale through your nose with your mouth closed. So you're going to close your mouth and take a big inhale through your nose, but be mindful of which hand moves. Okay. So you take your big breath in, and then I want you to exhale out through your mouth. Like you're blowing out the candles. You'll hear it. Now I want you to take that breath again, but this time when you take your breath in through your nose, I want you to make sure it's your left hand that is moving out and expanding, not your right hand that's up on your chest. I want you to make that belly expand and get bigger as you inhale through your nose. And then as you exhale through your mouth, 
like you're blowing out the candles. Feel your left hand moving back in to that neutral position. So that's a belly breath. A lot of times people spend a lot of their day chest breathing up in the top, just like talking and moving and everything. And they don't ever expand, expand their diaphragm. And when I used to work out, I always did chest breathing, always just panting up in my chest, very little diaphragmatic breathing. It doesn't, doesn't serve me well. It didn't serve me well when I, you know, I was having pelvic floor issues. It didn't serve me well as I developed a couple of hernias. Obviously there was something going on. I needed to learn to do things better. And one of it was definitely being able to better position and manage the breaths that I was taking during exertion. But I'm not talking about just when you're exerting yourself. I'm talking about anytime you're feeling on edge, anxious, like it's starting to bubble. That is when this breath work can make a huge difference to your overall physiology. Your overall physical well-being of how you're feeling can improve if you take a good, decent breath. So I like to teach people to do a four square breathing, but I have seen all the combinations of cadences out there. So it can be like two breaths in, hold for eight, eight exhales. I've seen all kinds, but what makes me remember and is easy for me to remember is four square. So doing a count to four, four different times. So with my left hand on my belly, I'm going to take a big breath in through my nose to the count of four. One, two, three, four, and then hold my breath. One, two, three, four, and then breathe out through my mouth like I'm exhaling um, or blowing out the candles with my exhale. Two, three, four, hold again at the bottom. One, two, three, four. And then repeat that process. And it usually takes me three times, four times at the most to feel completely different. But doing that four times takes less than two minutes. So if I was to say to somebody, I need you to make me feel better in two minutes or less, I don't know if I would have believed that anybody could. Like, I don't really, when I start getting myself right agitated about stuff or stressed out or overwhelmed, I don't know what anybody could do to solve that for me. But I have figured out how to feel totally different in about four, four square breaths, which is less than 10 minutes. And it doesn't make any of the situation that I'm facing different. It doesn't change anything that I'm handling, it changes how I'm able to handle things. It makes me feel calmer. It makes me feel slower. I don't know if any of you out there know what I'm talking about when I say, sometimes I just feel like I'm racing. I'm not even literally moving. I'm standing still at my desk, but I feel like I'm racing. Has anyone else ever had that, that feeling before? I don't know if it's just you know, part of my personality, maybe it's a little bit of the ADHD. I don't know, but like I can get vibrating inside and the four square breathing makes me just grounded and settled. 
if I have an opportunity, like when I'm not driving the car or whatever, if I can close my eyes when I'm doing this, this breath work, it makes it that much more, um, grounding for me, just slows me right down. If I have to tackle a big project that I don't really want to do, and I've been putting off, sometimes I'll just say, okay, I am going to start this after two decent breaths, and then it's go time. And that I'll just allow myself to take that moment, close my eyes, breathe in through my nose, hold on to it for a little bit, breathe a big breath out, hold on to that for a second. I get two of those, and then I got to tackle doing this project I don't really want to do. And I usually do it with a much calmer, um, more focused framework when I've done the breath work first. We do this every class after I'm done Silverfit. I wish we could teach all the CrossFit classes. I wish everybody had the opportunity to finish all together in the last 10 minutes of class and do some breath work and some stretching every single day. But unfortunately, my classes don't all end that way. But my Silverfits for the last almost two years now have done a 10-minute really focused yoga slash stretching session always starting with our four square breath work. That's how we just slow everything down after a pretty intense workout, slow it all down, get ready to start relaxing the muscles that we've just built or torn or whatever you want to say, and then lengthening these muscles when they're nice and warm to help alleviate the potential, a little bit of the potential to be really sore and I don't know if it's because of that 10 minutes or what, but my silver fits are, that's a huge class and they're always here. They have great attendance, but I don't think we're hurting anybody or getting too sore or, you know, I think everyone's doing a really good job of recovering and being able to come again. And I think part of it is because we do a really good job of recovery with our breath work and our stretching after each class makes you just be able to recover and get ready to come back again in two days. So I can't say enough about how much I value and appreciate how much calmer I feel now that I have a better understanding of the importance of my breath and having control over it and having control of when I inhale and exhale how long I hold it for and what part of my body I'm actually breathing in. A couple of years ago, you would not have been able to convince me there was more than one way to breathe. So now that I am aware of that, it makes a huge difference. And I'm really grateful for all, all that I am learning from the, the mentors and the people in my life that I seek out through my nerding out in podcasts or online information that I can find. And in my functional nutrition class, every single unit that I took in my course talked about the importance of re, um, reducing the level of the levels of stress, not reducing our stress necessarily, but how we manage our stress and using breath work is one of the number one ways to help manage stress. We talked about it with digestion. We talked about it in the neurological. We talked about it in, in when we talked about inflammation and when we talked about our heart conditions and cardiovascular. Everything had a, a, a portion of it where improving the way that you breathe will improve your overall health.
So I just going to leave it with you there and challenge you this Christmas season. If you get that feeling of vibrating to take a moment, put your right hand up on your chest and your left hand on your belly, close your mouth and take a breath in through your nose, hold on to it, and then breathe out through your mouth. Make that noise. You can hear that exhale. Hold on to it at the bottom and do that on repeat a couple of times and just see if you can change the outlook and the the way you feel in the in the moment when you were feeling anxious, if you can change that slightly for free without any real gimmicks, just with your own breath work. As we are getting closer and closer to Christmas, I hope you're all looking for the happiness in the season and in the holidays. And if this is not a happy season for you, because I know that this is not everybody's favorite time of the year. If you're not, just know that I'm thinking about you and I see you and I'm going to offer as many smiles and uh, warm thoughts and wishes as I can to everybody that I cross paths with this December. So take care. I will see you next Monday. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2HealthWithHolly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.